Hello and welcome to the Man on Podcast. I'm Darren and joining me as usual on a Monday is Martin and Craig. How are you guys? Yeah, not bad, mate. Thank you. Um, another small green arrow. I'm, I'm managing to get the smallest of green arrows sort of uh, consistently at the moment. But the green's green, so I'm gl- not bad. I'm glad, I'm glad you mention it because I feel if I mention it, then I'm just showing off because I had quite a big one. Um, but now you've bought it up. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you... Be- uh, yeah, smashed it this week. You captained Saka, right? So, yeah. I did. Yeah, I took a punt on Saka over. I mean, Rashford was was the captaincy choice, and I, I I toyed with it, but I didn't expect them to throw Leicester like they did. In all fairness, so uh, I did go for Saka. Um, yeah, it worked out quite well. Anyway, I I, I had I had Trent and Robbo as well, so that's always and so have you. So that's quite. Yeah. Uh, that's quite a nice thing to, to, to have a, a clean sheet and an assist from Trent back to back to old ways. Um, and yeah, a decent, decent score for me in the high 60s. Um, decent sized green arrow. I'm up to just inside 650k now. It's been been steadily climbing. So uh, caught caught some on Craig as well, didn't I? So that's, he's the man ahead of me. I was in dire straits on Saturday, to be you, fair. I was, I was were, feeling yeah. the worst. Um, but I didn't captain Rashford, but Rashford, Shaw and Kane yesterday got me back to, I think, the score, as they call it. So I, I did drop. I dropped about 5,000 places, which was minimal, really. I was just about hanging on in right. of 100k. But it, was a lot, it looked a lot worse than that on Saturday. Like I think it was apart from Saka on Saturday. So um, I'm quite happy to get away with that level of drop to be honest it could have been a lot worse i'm apparently muted yeah darren we can't hear you on the live stream yeah. right talk among yourselves two seconds <laughs> everyone missed darren bragging about his good week absolute bollocks isn't it yeah for everyone that missed it darren was just saying how he got he got lucky with saka captaincy because he just left it on from last week um So yeah, bad time. You was quite lucky then, Martin. If you only got a small green, if you had like Darren, you got Trent and Robertson because obviously they were quite big differentials this week, really. Considering most of the popular picks didn't really do very much. Yeah, um, I think I think it was Bruno and Shaw did the damage. I think on Saturday night it was quite a big green. So yeah, I I, I think I don't have any Man United defence and I don't have Bruno, so I think that's what brought it down a bit. But, mm. Yeah, I was. So I literally had no one who was, who was popular. I played Shaw. That was a last-minute decision on on Saturday morning, really, because I didn't play Shaw last week and played Dunk, and I had the same fifty-fifty again. Um, and I fancied Dunk more, but obviously the week before Shaw and his high EO um, meant that, that cost me quite a lot of points. So this week I decided to just play safe and pick Shaw instead, and decent swing again between them two. So I got I kind of got that one right this week. I mean, got it wrong last week. But yeah, it was quite one that you get them a couple of times a season, don't you? These sort of minimalist weeks where nothing really happens. It did feel like one of those. That was Indeed. annoying. Sorry if you sort that. yourself out, Darren. Can we, yeah, can it, you know, you know, every single time I load this software up, it doesn't update and something gets messed up. Um, yeah, I'm back. Sorry about that. Thank you, Spartans, for pointing that out. Um, yeah, you didn't miss much. You just missed me. Uh, Saying I had a good week, <laughs> but hey, okay. we can crack on. <laughs> Let's crack on. Let's look at this week. 
I mean, really, we've got slides on Everton versus Wolves, have we? This is what we've sung to. <laughs> it's, it's not Everton versus Wolves, is it? But I think a lot of people have an eye on defenders mainly, I would expect, from yeah. one of these teams this week. Anyone that went Tarkovsky, obviously, last week, a week early, did quite well out of it with that clean sheet. Yeah. Um, but I'd imagine these two may be needed. The players from these teams may be needed for a minus four if, you've got, if you're looking to try and get a, a Salah or a Darwin, for example. And I say me, I'm on a free hit this week. He's already activated, so there's no going back. So um, mm. I'm probably going to include a defender, at least from one of these two teams on my free hit. It may be multiple. Um, I'm not sure yet. I've, I've put this slide together and I haven't really sort of taken in all the data yet or made any sort of uh, like firm opinions based on what it shows. But um, on, on the table on the screen right now is the so there's Everton and Wolves have got double. Liverpool and Arsenal have got a double. And the teams that Everton and Wolves both play are Aston Villa and Fulham. So I included those as well. And I picked these three game weeks in particular, game week 22 to 24. So that was the week, game week 22, was Sean Dyche's first week as Everton manager. And also Craig Dawson's first appearance at Wolves. And he's played every game since as well. So it felt like a, re I know it's a very small sample, three game weeks, but it felt a significant little sample because obviously one team had a new manager and one's had a, new central defender brought in. So both of those factors could end up having an impact on how a team defends. So looking at the last three game weeks, Everton and Wolves are surprisingly very good. Um, shots faced on target are lower than Fulham, Liverpool, Arsenal and Villa. Um, ex expected goals conceded across the three game weeks so far lower than Fulham, Liverpool, Arsenal and Villa. If you just take this table at face value, Double ups on both defences feels like it could be foreseeable. And I know a lot of people will have, in my position, have an eye on a Trent or a Robertson to bring in on a free hit. But I think there is an argument you might want to go Gakpo, Salah and Darwin as three attackers. I think there's a point for Arsenal. You could go with Martinelli, Saka and, and Odegaard or Enketia, three of them four. Um, where Wolves and Everton attacking assets don't seem the most appealing to me. Nope. But um, looking at these Wolves and Everton defensive numbers, at least, it feels like triple-ups on Arsenal attack, on Liverpool attack, are more feasible um, just based on these Everton defensive numbers. I say both played, like Everton especially, have played Arsenal in that time, so it's not like they've played complete riff-raff, should we call them. Um, but I was quite surprised when I put this slide together how good their defensive numbers had been. It's. Um, I was looking earlier, actually, and... I was trying to work out my moves for this week and kind of Tar Tar Tarkovsky and Kilman come out. Like if you take like the Newcastle defence, the Liverpool defence, the Arsenal defence and Man City, the next in line are the Wolves and Everton defence as the top scoring defenders. So kind of the top four, basically. They are next in line in terms of total points for defenders within FPL. Um, I did consider Max Kilman for about a second and then slapped myself and said, no, Darren, no. Um, but it's possible, but I don't see Wolves keeping a clean sheet against Villa. Fulham are a little bit hit and miss. And, and then Everton, I, I think at Villa at home and then Arsenal, sorry, at home to Villa and then away to Arsenal. I, I actually, I don't see Everton keeping a clean sheet either. And that's kind of my worry. Like, I did consider them, but I just, I can't see, like, the only one I can see in those four games is maybe Wolves getting a clean sheet against Fulham. And that's all I really, that's what will put me off it. 
We all thought it was mine. I think for these guys, I think um, I think you make a good point about if they enable you to, you know, have maybe six Arsenal and Liverpool attacks on a free hit, then yeah. then I can see I can see the appeal there because people that aren't free hitting, they're probably going to have at least one Arsenal and one Liverpool defender. Not everybody, but a lot of people. Like a lot of people have already got white. A lot of people are going to find it easier to get Robertson in than Darwin and that kind of thing. So you're so, using them as enablers. Yeah. So so it, give, it it creates more upside on the free hit, doesn't it? If you can go for the attacking side of Arsenal and Liverpool. Yeah. And also, if you're looking to maybe not free hit or not not use any chip for 28, then I think it's fair enough if you get someone like Tarkowski in because he's going to cover. 28 as well if you're if you're planning yeah. that way I think that's fair enough I think so, um I think Tarkowski and Tarkowski and Kilman are the, are the two that I'd sort yeah. of trust from that perspective agreed like I wouldn't be getting Bueno in now I don't think unless you really have to because of the budget but so yeah it depends it depends what your strategy is doesn't it I think but um yeah it's it's not for me but if I was on free hit I think I would you know, I would be looking to make, you know, uh, be looking at more attacking players from Arsenal and Liverpool than defensive. Yeah. So, so, I, you, so I can see the appeal there. You could, you, I guess you could go Salah, Gakpo, Nunes, Nketiah, uh, Odgaard, Saka, and then fill your back line full of Kilman, Tarkowski, Michaelenko. Yeah. Just pick three Man City defenders, right? I hope you get the three that start. Or Man, yeah, or even oh, yeah, I didn't even mention Man City defenders or midfielders. Exactly. You, you, you know, yeah, or Harland and Ketier, Gakpo, Salah. I mean, yeah, you've got plenty of options, I guess. Um, and you could, yeah, then then use three Man City defenders and and maybe Tarkovsky and Kilman. I mean, that's like not a bad shout. Free hit, I think it's a five-team free hit. It's asked. It's the four doublers and Man City. You got to yeah. pick from those five teams. It's just yeah. the way of how you're gonna. Sort that jigsaw out, I guess. You've got to have Haaland, obviously. So that's one Man City. But um, all, all the other ones. And it's the reason why I chose to free hit. Of these four teams with doubles, all I had before this game it was the three Arsenal. And arguably, I didn't even have the optimum three Arsenal. So I couldn't, even with free transfers, get anywhere close to enough doublers from the other teams. I only have really one Man City in Haaland at the moment. So I wasn't in any way set up very well for the double. And I wasn't if I'm being honest, massively keen to carry like a Tarkowski through to 28. I don't mind. He obviously plays in 28, which is a positive, but realistically, if you're looking to bring players in with 28 in mind, he wouldn't be in your team. He's he's a bit like people playing Bueno this week are doing it because he's got a double, not because they really want him. And I think Tarkowski was looking like that. And then you've got, I say, Wolves who may not even play 28. You've got Liverpool who may not play 28. It just seemed like I could be get myself in a massive mess going into game week 28 if I bought these players in with free transfers. Yeah. So at least at least with this way, I say worst case, Liverpool get through and I would have to get them in in 27 before they play Bournemouth or even in 28 for that single game day. Um, but yeah. I wasn't well set. I wasn't well set for the double. I had reservations about the teams in the double in terms of their future game weeks. And say so it's all unknown at the moment because of the FA Cup. So it kind of made sense for me to do it. Um but yes, it's just the way now of how I sort this jigsaw out of the five teams that I'm going to target, the best 11 from those five teams. And I say, I think Liverpool are probably the biggest headache of all, which three you want. Do you go double defence and Salah? Do you go Salah, Darwin and Gakpo and leave the defence? 
I think they've got a few possible solutions, Liverpool. And I think Everton and Wolves ultimately just fit in where there's space. Probably probably a goalkeeper, I would think, from one of Everton or Wolves would probably be make sense. Um yeah, yeah, that, that's where we are. Maybe Ramsdale should be the goalkeeper based on how many shots on target he's facing. More save points for him and an easier double. But um, yeah, it's not a bad it's, shot. Yeah, it wasn't really telling people what to do. It was just highlighting how good Everton and Wolves' defence have been. And for those that are thinking about going there as enablers. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a bad shout. But we knew you were going to be in this position anyway. Like a couple of pods back, you know, you said, I'm going to get to this double game week and I'm literally going to have like three or four doublers. Whereas a lot of people have got, like myself, for instance, six or more. Um, and you're in a fortuitous position of having your free hit because I've seen people banding around minus 12s or worse this week to get more doublers in and stuff. So... Uh, you know the fact you've heard onto your free hit, and you can, you've got the ability now to craft a team for this week. You should have a very good team this week to do to do well um, without the minus. Same as myself, I, I set myself up in the last few weeks to to not have to take a hit this week. I'm, I I could I could use one transfer, and I'm in a very good position. Um, so yeah, I think, I think the main thing for me was I was going to end up playing with nine, having taken a minus four, and still not having players I really wanted. That would have still had Harry Kane in. I know Harry Kane's Harry Kane, but I don't think he's. I've I've seen a few people contemplating selling him this week because they want the cash. Yeah, so he was an Oxford player this week. Badashile, I got in last week. He wasn't an ideal player for this game week. I say I wouldn't have had three Liverpool, which a lot of people would have had. I couldn't. I couldn't really afford to get two Liverpool in if I'd have got Salah. That would have. I wouldn't have had the budget unless I took a minus eight. It just always just felt like it was not worth it. No, I mean, you can't say you've played it badly considering you're in a very good position. You had a bad week last week. Not not awful, but it is what it is. And in all fairness, you, you bought you bought Badashili in. Um, you didn't expect Chelsea to lose to Southampton. Uh, I bought I bought Reese James in thinking exactly the same. He, he didn't even play. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you and I both had the same thoughts that Chelsea shouldn't lose to Southampton and defence... Probably would have been okay. Uh, so. It was one one fixture prep tools twenty eight. Chelsea obviously got a decent game in twenty eight at home to Everton. So Badashile was partly into as early coverage towards that. So that's part of a longer term plan. This is sort of the anomaly week, I think, here because say I wasn't well set for this at all, um, and I kind of knew that. So then you think, do you try and muddle through with a with a guaranteed red arrow, or do you kind of attack it with a free hit and hope that? the week down the line where you won't have a free hit left or maybe others do. The red arrow is not quite so severe. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an unknown, right? And mate, I wouldn't ideally want to use a free hit to target Wolves and Everton, but so I do think it allows me to target Liverpool with, with three, where a lot of people may have one or two. I wouldn't have had that otherwise. I can get three Man City in for Bournemouth of my choice, which a lot of people obviously won't be able to do. They're probably down to one, maybe two assets now, maybe not the optimum ones. Um, and then say uh, a couple of extra doublers. People that are saving their free hit for 28, for example, aren't going to be getting doublers in with their free hit. They're going to be targeting Aston Villa in a single at home to Bournemouth, Chelsea in a single at home to right now. It feels like if I'm going to attack it, I'd rather attack it on good three Man City players, a good three Liverpool players, and a couple of doublers, even if they play for average teams, then maybe bring. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Let's move the slide on. To the double, ge- double game week defenders. Yeah, just a little follow on. So we obviously talked about the teams just then. And now the players that are in, these are all for doubling teams in 28. These are the top players for 
XGI in the last three game weeks. That's why Bueno and Saliba and players like that aren't on the list. They didn't even make it into the top XGI. Um, so a couple of surprising ones. I think I saw you, Martin, tinkering with a team and bringing Zinchenko in. Yeah, it obviously comes out quite comes out quite well here. Great shout! A lot, his, a lot of his shots from outside the box, and obviously not guaranteed to start with Tierney around. But he's top for goal attempts for a couple this week. After last week, that four-two win, I thought he was brilliant, and he was moved more into midfield. I can see them setting up again, very much like that. I don't think there's any. I think that worked very well for them, and he was really good. Um, so I can understand if anyone has got the ability to bring Zinchenko in this week. I can understand them doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, this is interesting because I think I'm going to end up quite big at the back for the double because um, I'm I'm trying not to use um, a free hit or a wild card until sort of um, 28. Um, and I've already got Trent and Robertson and White and... The way my team's set up, I can't really get Salah without selling Kane, and I, I'm not really massive on taking a hit just to, you know to get Kane out and then Salah into midfield. Um, when I could alternatively, um, you know, in two moves get just get two defenders in instead, um, so I can go like Lewis to Zinchenko um, and Kepa to Allison. And have six six doublers from Liverpool and Arsenal, but five of them are defensive, which will probably be quite different. But it will go one way or the other, right? <laughs> um, but I think I think that looks that looks worth a worth a sort of spin for me because it it means that I'm I'm not breaking up my structure. I'm still heading towards twenty seven without having to wild card, and I probably will have to free hit in twenty eight. But that's uh, but that's fine. So. So yeah, so yeah, Robertson, Zinchenko, and Alexander Arnold, sort of three of the top four here. That looks uh, looks good for me. Well, I'm white actually, so I've got four of the top five even. So mm. Robertson quite a way ahead of Trent here as well. XGI is over double expected goals like six times higher, and he's better for expected assists. I know I test wise, it looks like Trent's had quite a good few weeks, but I was quite surprised with the stats that Robertson does seem comfortably ahead. And I say I'm probably realistically only going to have space for one of these if I decide to get a Liverpool defender. So looking at this data, it suggests I should get Robertson, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll still be lured into getting Trent because I always feel like he's more capable of that monster haul than Robertson is. But for those that are deciding yeah, yeah. between one or the other, or maybe don't quite have the budget to get to Trent, it does look like Robertson's a, a more enable, might not even be a substitute for him, might actually be better than, than him based on recent numbers. Yeah, um, I think I... I think I'd always go Trent if I had the option. Like if 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 it's like money no object and yeah. you're only having one, I would always go for Trent. I think same, absolutely. Then there's, there's three, three centre backs. Quickly mentioned Tarkowski, five goal attempts in the last three game weeks. Craig Dawson, four attempts in the last game week, and, and Gabriel. Probably quite hard to make a case from over Zinchenko based on these numbers, but he's still actually having chances. Um, it's got to be set pieces, isn't it? Yeah, all three of them. I mean, that, that's we, we had that double the other year, didn't we? When Diaz and Stones absolutely tore it up with a double clean sheet and a goal each or something the other year for them two in a double. Yes, anyone that went right, for yeah, yeah anyone went for those two. So maybe maybe a Dawson's a bit more expensive. He's like four point eight, four point nine. I think where Kilman's like four point three. So finding the extra might not seem worth it if you're going to go for a Wolves defender. But Kilman's four point four because I remember seeing it earlier. 
I think I think Dawson's four point eight or four point nine, so it's a, it's a decent price um, difference between them. And you still feel like if they've got a double and they're going to drop one, and Collins is going to play a game, it'll probably be for Dawson. Kilman does seem the safer starter, but yeah. if you if you're feeling a bit punty, I think Dawson's probably a higher upside pick if you are going to get one. So yeah, I don't know what this really tells us. Robertson, Trent, Zinchenko's Tarkowski should be my back four this week for my double, but I don't think I'll end up with that summer. But I think that's what he's telling me. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we've got games this week as well in the Champions League, which you've got to watch out for. Uh, I nearly made my move last night. I was, uh, I mean, I'm thinking... Of course you did, Darren. Of course you did. Yeah, I know. Well, do you know what I, I did? I, I was thinking, but do you know why? It's because I was using something and it, and it looked like KDB might drop in price. And my thought was that would happen because everyone would sell him to get maybe Salah in. And he had like, and I was like, if he drops, and I looked at it and thought, hang on, if I do that, and then Liverpool play, obviously, this week of the Champions League and Salah gets injured, I'm just going to kick myself. So I was like, just, like, I've got nothing on. That deadline's Friday, isn't it? I was like, I've got nothing on Friday morning. I can just look at it then. <laughs> Everything should be fine. I can see who's injured. Because obviously, Nunes is also also picked up a shoulder injury. Apparently it's not too severe, and he, they're training today, and they're going to make a call whether or not he'll play on the week uh, this week. Um, but if he doesn't play this week, he should still be fit for the weekend. Uh, but it's something to consider as well. I mean, I'm not considering Nunes because I've already got. Well, I am, but <laughs> um, I'm also considering Salah or Gakpo, and I, I can't make up my mind whether or not I which way to go with it. Um, but yeah, obviously it's worth noting there are games this week, so don't make early moves like I nearly did. Unless you got the exact, if you've got the exact money to do KDB to Sattler and you at risk of being priced out, you might want to risk it. That's the only case. That's, right? that's exactly that's exactly what I was looking at. But I don't think I would be priced out even if KDB dropped one. Um, so I, I, it was fine. Um, my conundrum is: Do I drop KDB for Salah? It's quite simple. Like KDB's got Bournemouth, which could be good for him. Where uh, you know, and Salah's got a double, and he hasn't been hugely great on form, but his double's not exactly terrible. So I've got fear of missing out. But then the other thing is, do I just take do I take out KDB and one other person for a minus four and get Gakpo and, and someone else? But my problem, Craig, and this is great for me, is because I don't know. Like when I looked at defenders, I couldn't pick a decent defender who I don't own. And isn't from one of the teams here, really, because that, that was my problem. Like I've, I own two, I own three Arsenal already. I own two Liverpool and want to get one in. I own Kanji now. Whether or not he'll play against Bournemouth, I don't know. And I own Reese James, and I thought well, I could take Reese James out, but what if he's actually not that badly injured? And he plays against Tottenham. Tottenham aren't very good. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he, I don't think he was even injured, was he? It was just like it's just precautionary because he's you know he only just come back and they had a Champions League game, I think. Are you? Oh, really? I thought he was injured. Like he wasn't even. Uh, I think what? So I genuinely okay, fair enough. I mean, if, if he's not injured, that's amazing because I kind of wanted to play against Tottenham. That makes my life not play. It's, it's this managing of load when people come back from injury. They've obviously prioritised the Champions League games with him. He played the 90 last week. I guess he'll yeah. play the 90 again. Well, yeah, I was going to say, he played Dortmund and he had yeah. this week off. So hopefully he plays against Tottenham, which would solve my problems no end. Um, Chelsea haven't been great either, let's be completely honest. But I could would, I, nerve Tottenham, so I quite like him to play. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know, 
really on this in terms of bringing one of these guys in because I don't like Wolves or Everton. <laughs> Everton, deep. Everton are purely if you they've got a double when they play twenty eight. That's the only appeal of them really. Um, yeah, but no, no, carry them through. Yeah, the that's that's the thing. Everton it does. I'm wild carding in twenty seven. So yeah, I mean yeah, exactly, Darren. So you're you're going to wild card ahead of twenty eight anyway. So I think if I was you, I would just do KDB to Salah and not not do a double move that's going to cost you a hit personally. Yeah, I think I think people who don't take a hit and would be in a good position with doubles this week could be in a really good position. So I think that will be my move um, as long as Salah doesn't get injured. <laughs> um, should we move on? Yep. Let's get into these games. Oh, what a game that is to start. <laughs> yeah, so we'll pre- preview all the games and give us a chance to touch on a few other players that we haven't mentioned. So Fulham versus Wolves. Obviously there's, one, just, there's one. Just talked... Tim Ream. There's one what? Tim, Tim Ream. Ream, yeah. Now, he's so, really high in overall points, like compared to the top four. He's right yeah, up there. Well, you, you, you can see that he's only three points behind Mitrovic now. It's insane. Um, which is uh, crazy, isn't it? But yeah, I'd, having said all that, I think I think it's probably a hop-off point for for Fulham to steal a Sky phrase because, um, well, you know, certain, certainly not bring them in at the moment because after this week they've got Brentford away Arsenal at home Liverpool away um, you know there's they're, they're a doubt for game week 28 so I probably wouldn't be buying Fulham players at the moment it's just a question of what you do with Mitrovic I think do you do you hold him for another week do you get rid of him now if it's going to help you get double game week players in um, so I don't know what you guys think about that I've, I kind of I kind of think it's if you get solid news that he's going to play this week, then fine, hold him. But I probably wouldn't be sorry to see the back of him either if it, if no, it allows you... you to do something else. But... You have to hold him for Tony now, don't you, if you got this far. Chelsea, we don't know what's happening with Potter. So Felix, if you're going to get Felix, mm. it was last week. I'm guessing in Ketia, you've probably got triple Arsenal already. And there's obviously concerns over his minutes in the short-ish term. I don't really know where you go from. Do you go to Ollie Watkins? Villa play every game, but it's not amazing. I wouldn't sell much of it, I don't think, for Watkins ahead of this. I think you're holding for Tony, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can give that. Yeah, I can agree with that. Tony's definitely on my wild card hit list. Yeah, if you got I think to this point, he plays next week in a double. Yeah, I think um I think that's fair. Obviously, Tony didn't get booked this week either, so um, it does mean he's still he's still in danger of missing perhaps the second half of their double, but he will make it to the double game week in, in some way, shape or form. So yeah, I think um I think that makes sense, doesn't it? Just hold Mitch Fitch this week and then and then a side sideways to Tony looks pretty good, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, they've also not along with the double, they've still got some pretty good fixtures as well after that, uh, Brentford. Which we'll see which we'll see in a minute. Um, is, is there another option for this week? Because Watkins is flying for Villa right now, and he plays every game week. But I don't yeah. know if that's enough. I don't know if he's good enough to get in. Uh, I'll be fair to you, Craig. I, I when I was looking at options earlier, and I was considering minus four. I was take. I was considering KDB to Gakpo and uh, Nonto to to Watkins. Don't take Nonto out. He's got Southampton at home. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, there was there was that, but I mean that is why I didn't really consider it it was it was i was just playing with options but it was it was one of them i looked at um 
but yeah, I mean, Watkins is definitely viable for this. Yeah, for I fancy us to score away to it. We'll get to that slide later, but I think we'll probably score against Everton away. I'm just trying to think if he absolutely just had enough of Mitrovic and desperate to get rid of him this week, where do you go? And I think there was a question about selling Kane as well to help fund it, but I don't, I still don't. No, I wouldn't do that. So it might, it might allow you to get Darwin, but I don't know who else you'd want. If you told Kane and Mitrovic as a pair this week, that would give you Darwin and you've probably still got eight, nine million, haven't you? And another striker. But I don't know who that would be, really. No. Um not going to punk Calvert-Lewin, are you? Because he's still injured. Right, moving on. <laughs> injured where, uh, we've kind of, kind of just spoke, we've, we've, we've kind of just spoken about this game now. Um, but yeah, but that's okay. So yeah, we've, we've covered Everton defence. So, yeah, I don't think you really want an attack or it's uh, 7.2 any, any of you think any appeal for the non-assisting non-goal scoring attacking midfielder Dwight McNeil probably not um, um, that was cheeky but no <laughs> uh, don't think I like any of Everton's players they've dropped Damari Gray as well haven't they at the moment or is he coming back from injury because he definitely didn't yeah, start that, that's, an, that's annoying me in draft because uh, yeah Dice just doesn't seem to want to pick him and he just got in the team before <laughs> So, he's, yeah, a, he's a great no player. Yeah, it's madness. I can't stand Everton. I hope they get relegated. Um, should we move? I think there's one argument here. That slide we showed, the very first slide we showed with defensive um, shots in the box and XGC and things from the last three game weeks. Of all the teams that are on that slide, Villa and Arsenal were the top two for expected goals conceded. And Everton obviously played both of them in this double. So I'm not advocating getting an Everton attacker in, but in terms of the data... It seems like they've got more chance of scoring than Wolves if that's their inclined you are to get an attacker from one of those two teams in. Who did no, they I'd play at top last week? They played uh, more pie, didn't they, this week? Did, did they? I thought Mel Pie came on for somebody. They played uh, another think... guy I'd never heard of, a young guy, I think. Was it yeah. Sims came on oh, as well? Uh, yeah, Sims. They, they, they started with Sims and they took him off for Mel Pie. What I saw. Um, um, that's right, it was Ellis Sims. Um... But yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see you can see on the screen there, bottom bottom left, Everton's last five home games. What one Everton won, Everton won, Everton won, Everton won, Everton won. <laughs> I mean, they don't score more than one goal. Do no, they? and you can't pick who's going to score that goal because I think it's literally been a, a mixture of everybody. Um, I think I saw a minus twelve with Dwight McNeil in it for this week. Someone was considering. I think FPL Review, which uses algorithms and stuff to predict transfers, I think has been encouraging people to sell Rashford for McNeil this week. I know Rashford's got a blank, but that wow. seems a bit far-fetched to do that. I considered getting rid of Rashford myself, actually, because of the blank, but I thought, do you know what? I just For the minus four, it's just not worth it. He can sit last on the bench and I'll play him next week and then I'm wildcarding. It's, it's just pointless. Rashford to Dwight McNeil, go on, everyone, do it. Yeah, please do. Yeah, <laughs> please do that. Please do that, everyone. Um, cool. Uh, right, uh, Southampton leads. Um, we'll lead Southampton. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably no one buying players from these teams at the moment. Um, Nonto's hanging on for another game for me here. Um, <laughs> yeah, same. He's probably he's probably a move to to Evan Ferguson um, in the next couple of weeks, but. Um, but yeah, obviously he's got a fair chance here. Big, obviously huge game down at the bottom, isn't it? Aside yeah. from FPL, but uh, Southampton have found yeah. four two a little bit. I mean, Southampton, Southampton do have a couple of doubles coming up, but yeah. I mean, the, tr- the trouble is players like Ward Prowse. I mean, he, you know, he's not even cheap, is he? Like, who are you going to 
take out for him. No. I, I don't know, but uh, but yeah, it's probably a it's a big game down the bottom, but probably not much FPL interest. I'd suggest in this one. But. Yeah, Ward Prowse is yeah six point two. Not going to happen, is it? Um, Leicester Arsenal. Oh, do you know what? I thought Leicester looked pretty good actually. <laughs> Although they lost three 0 against United, they definitely looked. Like on top for the first half, I thought, how are they? How, how are they went in half time? I was like, you, you should be winning. Oh, United have kept two clean sheets the last two games. It's beyond me. Leeds should have scored mm-hmm. against them and, and Leicester. Yeah. Was, did, you, they did, were you, did you see the Leicester? Did you watch the game? Either of you? Not in yeah. full. Yeah, I, I genuinely thought Leicester were, 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 were definitely good for scoring there. And uh, they were. De Gea definitely made one or two decent saves as well, actually. I mean, credit, credit to him. Um, there was one from Barnes, I think it was, was spot on. Um, I can't see yeah. anything but an Arsenal win here. Yeah, you just feel that they'll probably create too many chances not not to win, don't you? But um, mm. I mean, it, it could end up being similar to the Villa game where it's like 4 2 or something. But oh, yeah, they'll, they'll surely create too many chances. But um, but yeah, I'm, Leicester, I'm, Leicester I'm, played Leicester played really well first half yesterday. So you know, yeah. uh, you know, if they can get a goal or two in front, then you never know, do you? But fancy um, both teams to score, haven't you? I think I think both teams to score looks pretty nailed on in in this game. Uh, yeah, here's a here's a question to you two. Then, if you were looking at uh, transfers, if you did, if you only had two Arsenal this this week, you wouldn't consider getting an Arsenal defender in, I don't think, would you? I think you'd well, go for attacking option. If we, if we go back 10 minutes, um, I'm getting, I'm probably going to get Zinchenko. Uh, I, get, um, I guess, but I, I mean, that's a difficult one because, all right, because he's being pushed into midfield a little bit. He was last game and I think they'll do the same again. So he's acting well, up it, a little bit better. It's just circumstantial. Like I can't, you know, I can't really get Odegaard unless I take out Mares, which... I'm not saying that's a completely ridiculous thing to do. It, it, perhaps it maybe isn't. Um, mm. You know, with Champions League back on the agenda, Mares tends to play in the Champions League. He does. For, yeah. You know, may, maybe maybe you could argue it is time for me to cash in my chips on Mares and just get Odegaard in. Um, and I will give that some consideration. Um, but otherwise, for me, you know, I can I can get Zinchenko in for Lewis, and it it sort of solves that problem and. Mm. Yeah, it's, an, it's another route. It, it depends. It's all circumstantial, isn't it? What's what's yeah, right for me so. isn't, isn't going to be right for someone else. If I was, as I said before, if I was free hitting, I'd have Saka, Odegaard, um, and then I'd, Nketiah, yeah, right? the third, <laughs> third, yeah, and Nketiah probably. Nketiah, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not free hitting, so I have to work around what's best for my team and yeah, the next true. few weeks as well. But. They're very likely to throw. I know I've spoken about Liverpool maybe going treble attack, but I think I'm more set on Arsenal treble attack and no defender because they looked a bit ropey at the back lately. Then you got, I thought Jorginho actually played quite well against us, but he's still not a defensive minded DM, is he? I still think Madison could find space around him. Mm, so I think they're the score in this game. So I think, as you said, Mike, this could be another 4 2 sort of game. So. I think Odegaard, Saka and Enketia is the way to go. And and obviously on a free hit, I wouldn't have oh. the issue to deal with Enketia afterwards. That's the three I-, I have and you've just jinxed it. Oh, you're on fire, Darren. All these green arrows. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, do you know what? I bigged it up so it wouldn't normally happen, but nobody heard me because I was mute because my mic was broke. So there you go. Perfect. Oh, 
that's a horrible looking game. Um, yeah, a bit similar to Leeds Southampton, yeah. a massive game down at the bottom. But um, but yeah, I think we're struggling FPL wise. I mean, well, you, you're you're on a free hit, Craig. Is is, is Bowen and Bowen, is, is yeah. one 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 week punt crossed your mind in this game or not? Not at all. Uh, uh, might be third sub. That's about as close as it gets. Third sub. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, I think West Ham will win for what it's worth. I think it'll be actually. I don't really rate Nottingham Forest. I know they've had a good run at the minute, but I still they've got good individual players. But I still don't think they play in an optimum way. I think they can be got at. Um, so I think West Ham will win this, but they're just not trustworthy right now, are they? Look, worth pointing out, Paqueta could be out for this. He's with his with his shoulder injury still, um, and that's a huge force in their midfield that they'll, they'll lose out on. So yeah. it's uh, worth pointing that out. He needs to play Ben Rama. I know Moyes, Moyes seems to not like him for some reason, but they always oh, look better when he's on the pitch. I, think, I brought him into a Sky team yesterday. Uh, more set up for a bit of yesterday and the next game. But yeah, I, I thought he'd be playing more stupid. Um, yeah, Moyes has um, lost it. But yeah, Nottingham Forest, obviously away record, not great, but... Oh, I jumped, you know, sorry. They've got to they've gone to Bournemouth. Um, they've gone to Bournemouth and Southampton in recent weeks and taken four points out of it. So you know it's a big game. They're not going to come here and and sort of shit the bed. But yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Not sure. They're, they're at that team. They've got good players, bad tactic. What's going to win through mm. at the moment? The good players are carrying the bad tactic, as I view it. But will it carry on? Mm. I can see Forest okay. this one off. Um, Man City, Bournemouth. I mean, I, I want to stand here and say I can't see anything but a heavy Man City win. But <laughs> we we saw them draw with Forest recently, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's interesting. What what do you think about? I mean, so you say you expect a heavy Man City win. Is there is there any argument for captaining captaining Harlan this week, or do you have to go for a doubler? I mean. You don't have to go for a doubler, obviously. I think I think given given the doubles Arsenal and even um, Liverpool have got, I don't think you can overlook a double from them um, because I think they're easier games. Like Liverpool have got Crystal Palace and Wolves, haven't they? Uh, I think you've got to double a Liverpool player for that. A captain, sorry, captain a Liverpool player for that. But even Arsenal haven't got terrible doubles. But yeah, I mean, if you wanted to. N- punt out the box if you only had one or two doubles maybe and you weren't looking to get any more in because you didn't want to take hits and didn't have a free hit then yeah absolutely I think Haaland would be a good captaincy option this week against Bournemouth let's be fair if we, if we didn't have doubles this week everyone would be on Haaland captain yeah. Yeah. I'd be amazed if Arsenal don't score the most goals in this game week now obviously they're more open to who's going to score the goals for them where Maybe Liverpool with Salah and Man City with Haaland are a bit more. The expectation is more on a, a, a talisman attacker from them teams where it's not like that with Saka. But I, I think Arsenal probably score four or five this game week. Do you see Man City scoring four or five in this? Maybe they will. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could, I could see, I could, I think on the predictors, I've put three or four nil actually. The one thing about Saka that I'm fearful of is the fact that he is and I said it to you guys during the game, is he must be the second most foul player after Grealish at the moment. People are really like going in on him. I can see him only playing 
if they're doing quite well in the first game, for instance, I can see him coming off early, and and in the second game as well, if they're winning it by a margin, to just to just to give him a rest and also to save him, he's he's getting kicked in the air all over the place, um, which is a worry. Yeah, yeah I think we're Sakharin. Oh, go on, Mike, you go first. Oh, sorry, I was just, I was just going to say, you know, Salah similar considerations as well in terms of uh, they've got you know the, the two Real Madrid games. Um, so I mean, and any any Liverpool player, the, the spacing is decent. They've got four days in between each game, but nonetheless, it is um, it is quite a quite a chunk of a heavy heavy load. So. Mm-hmm. Same with Liverpool players. There's no guarantee they're going to play 180 minutes um, for sure. Um, but yeah, um, I don't say he captain a striker with a single over two quite prolific midfielders with a double. That's two lots of appearance points. Possible clean sheet top ups, extra points for goals. Yeah, extra I think it's hard to captain Haaland over. It has to be Salah or Saka or Odegaard. I think it's well, yeah. yeah, totally, I think, totally agree. I agree as well. I just thought we should uh, talk about it. Okay. No, it's, it's, a, it's a very, it's a very good point. Like I said, if they didn't have singles, would you go for, would you go for Harlan this week? You absolutely would. Sorry, if they didn't have doubles, would you go for? Yeah, you would. Yeah. Um, I suppose the other angle is as well. It's probably a rare opportunity where captaining Harland could actually <laughs> bring some gains. That, that's um, that's as I say. That's the other point. <laughs> he he could score a hat trick. Yeah, no, it's not, it's capable. not everybody's not everybody else has done it like you can actually celebrate a Haaland goal maybe yeah, um, yeah. But what but is yeah. Worth, I don't think De Bruyne plays this mm-hmm. okay I think it depends on the, I think it depends on the Champions League game this week if he doesn't play that I think he plays this I, I do think people are going to get little rest he didn't play De Bruyne the other week against Tottenham but I think he started every game since uh, he's going to start the Correct, Champions League midweek I know that gets Bristol City off, probably, but I think that's quite a lot of starts in. I know there's, the games are decently spaced individually, but even if you started, say, four games in 15 days, that's still quite a lot. I'd agree. So, Mares just sat the game out um, the weekend. I know he'll probably play Leipzig. I agree with that. Yeah. But I think on my wild, uh, on my free hit, I'm still more likely to pick Mares, I think, than De Bruyne because he's had that rest more recently, which should mean he's more able. I uh, would. On a free hit, genuinely, I'd look at who plays in Champions League. I'd consider, I'd consider Grealish. On your free hit, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure it's going to be Haaland, a midfielder and a defender. Now that defender could be Edison if I get cold cold feet near the time and just want that guaranteed player. But I don't think I'd, I'd rather punt a double game week goalkeeper. I think than Edison, and then exactly. try and try and pick one of the defenders. I think we, we may get a rough idea who's going to play. Um, I'd have Rams. I'd have Rams there if I was on a free it, honestly. Um, there we go. Talking, talking to speak of the devils. Um, yes, yeah, so we've all, all kind of we've kind of already spoken about um, Liverpool assets, but Crystal Palace versus Liverpool. I mean, I, I say I think I'm going to have trouble trouble Liverpool defense, so I'm going <laughs> to. Hopefully they'll win one or two nil. But, um, I was going to say I've got double. So, <laughs> I mean, Palace, Palace is struggling. I mean, look at those, look at those last five home games. Um, they've only scored three goals, um, and you know, if you think about what those goals were, um, you know, the 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 screamer against Man United, um, sort of Brighton just gifted them. Um, Sanchez just chucked, basically gifted them a goal, didn't he? So. I mean that that could easily be one goal in five home games. Um, if, yeah, not good. Cool. 
if if Darwin Nunes was out for a longer period than we actually think he is, and his arm probably wasn't that like let's say his arm was two weeks, would you consider Diego Jota? Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think, yeah, okay. I think um, definitely. The thing is, because because you don't know, because if if they're both available, you think, oh, what if they sort of share the minutes? Yeah, if one of them's out, I'd just get the other one, no problem. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did think if Darwin Nunes is confirmed out for a longer period of time, that I would consider Diego Jota. Um, but then again, he could share minutes with Firmino. Um, there is also that problem. Uh, you mentioned recently, Craig, that Crystal you thought Crystal Palace were in a bit of trouble and that they could be one of your teams to go down, right? Yeah, I still stand by that. So any team that doesn't score goals, I think it's at risk of going down. And yeah, I, said not I, I goals. totally agree. I, I, like looking at their form and who they've got to play in the next couple, I, I can't see many points for them. So yeah, there's three worst seats. They shouldn't go down, even if they're not scoring goals. They've still got enough good players. They shouldn't go down. Yeah, but right. If there's one team that's kind of maybe a bit distant from it now that might get sucked in. Probably, probably is most likely to be them. I would think. Cool. Oof, London Derby. Spurs, Chelsea. So, yeah, a lot to talk about. People, um, I think you touched on Craig earlier. People maybe selling Kane to, um, you know, enable more doublers. I'm gonna. I think I've made the decision that I, I'm going to keep Kane and just have more defensive doublers because you know that allows me to do both. Um, I mean, look, just looking at the fixtures there after this, he's got Chelsea home, Wolves away, Forest home, um, Southampton, granted, um, that's uh, likely not to go ahead. But even after that, Everton, Brighton, Bournemouth, I just think if I, you know, it's, he's 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 so consistent. Um, I know he's not done much the last couple of weeks, but I just think that's, that's a crazy run of fixtures. Um, so personally, I'm, just gonna find another solution where I can keep him. Um, but yeah, that's my take on it. On Kane, I think a lot will sell him for Tony at some point. Whether it's this week, it won't be this week, will it? But because um, Tony hasn't got a game. But we spoke earlier about Mitrovic to Tony. This will be the other option for people. I think do Kane to Tony next week or the week. That twenty-seven game will be the interesting one. We Tottenham have got Forest at home and Brentford have got a double. What would you? Mm. What are you going to do then? Especially if neither have got a game in twenty eight, which is not I looking. Can don't know why people would consider. I mean, I get I get kept selling Kane this week for making funds, but surely you're going to want him back for the next four games. Genuinely. Yeah, and I see with with Tony's yellow card situation as well. Yeah, gets, it just seems stupid. I can't. I kind of. I kind of. Uh, hope he gets the yellow. <laughs> well, no, I hope he, I hope he does because I've already made my mind up. So I hope he doesn't get booked this week, and then people sort of risk Kane to Tony, and then he gets booked in the first game and doesn't play the second <laughs> one. That's the kind of horrible bastard I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the sort of player you should sell for a hit, does he? In a, in a minimal game week, As it feels like danger all over taking my own estates, include ditching. Now I could be the second best striker in the league. Yeah, I, 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 I personally game. wouldn't be looking at getting rid of Kane if I had him this week, like. He could score against yeah. Chelsea and I'd want him for the next four. I mean, he's coming in for me, like, in the next... I mean, genuinely, I might get, like, my, I might go from KDB to Salah and then next week take... Well, it doesn't really matter because of my wild card. But I, Kane's coming in on my wild card. It's as simple as that. Um, 
how you can't have him for Forest, Southampton, and Everton. You've got to get back to him. So, mm. I got that wrong though, Tony, didn't I? Because they haven't got a game this week. So I do want I do want him to get booked in. In the, in the, yeah, in the 26. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and then he goes into the double where if he gets booked in the first game, he won't play the second one. Yeah, bit of a tightrope. But, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, just quickly, any I, any thought on going for Son instead of Kane for that run of decent green? Viable? No, I don't, don't think you can trust it okay. with Son. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Craig. Go I, on. I, I don't think Tottenham are playing well enough. I know I've been quite anti-Tottenham all season on this pod. Have you, mate? Not, not, not really rating them very highly, but Kane just keeps getting returns every week despite Tottenham yeah. not being all that good. So you, you can kind of understand and justify owning him. But I think all the other, I don't think there's a, a second Tottenham player you can justify owning right now, is there? I don't think. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking my wild card. I was definitely thinking of one. Or two, Tottenham players, Kane and Emerson. Was it Darren for you? What's that? Emerson for you? No, I was actually thinking Kulisevsky. <laughs> um, I'm not touching the defence. Fucking hell, I'm not stupid. Um, Kulisevsky is the only other one I'd consider really, but even he's like he's not done he's, much. He's at he's at the same. You know who him, who are you having him instead of? Like you're not really having him instead of Saka, are you? Are you? No, no, that's you, the other problem. You, I'm actually having know, a Tottenham on my free hit this week. I forgot to say earlier. There is a Tottenham on my free hit. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, on your bench. Yeah. Yeah. Fraser Forster on the bench. Oliver Skip. Yeah. Who is no, it? Fraser Forster. On the bench. <laughs> that makes sense. Ridiculous. Arsenal Everton, second of the double. Well, they have double. Um, yeah. Spartans has mentioned and Bumo in the chat. He's maybe like a better him. option. He's, you know, he's maybe a better option with Tony's yellow card situation. That's another. I know I mentioned, you know, Nonto to Evan Ferguson earlier, um, but yeah, Nonto to Mbumo is also something I'm, I'm going to be thinking about. Hmm. Arsenal Everton. Okay, Arsenal Everton. So again, we've kind of covered the assets. So just a quick prediction for this game. Uh, I'm going to go 3-0 Arsenal. 3-0 uh, Arsenal, well, that's exactly what I was going to say. You're not expecting a repeat of the... They obviously, only played each other two, three weeks ago. And, I'm not expecting uh, Everton. Not no, a job on them. I'm expecting Arsenal to come out and be really pissed off that they lost 1-0 to Everton and they're at home and I expect them to destroy them. I can't argue. I was just trying to play devil's advocate. But, uh, <laughs> I <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't see anything but an ask. I mean, it would be devastating to them to lose that one. Um, see, see where we see see where I mentioned earlier on the previous graphic where you could see Everton's last five at home. Similarly, their last five away, <laughs> nil, nil, one, one, nil. Like they haven't scored more than a goal for. Yeah, I don't know. Some real and 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 yet they didn't bother buying a forward in the transfer market. Didn't need didn't need one. There you go. Um, second double for Liverpool. Yeah, so same situation then. We kind of covered the assets. Um, Liverpool's, Liverpool's second clean sheet. So that's six clean sheets out of six for me. Um, I'm going to go 2-0. I'm 3-0. Again, same. 
I know. I think this might be. A, it depends how much you think Liverpool have improved. Wolves have played each other quite a few times, and all the games have been fairly close. Depends if say if you think Liverpool have improved dramatic, dramatically in the last like two three weeks, then they could dump them. I'm probably more likely to think it'd be quite Liverpool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So not. I don't think of something, but I think yeah, maybe maybe two 0 Okay. As long as I get the clean sheet, I don't care. Correct. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> as long as we get clean sheets, I don't care. Um, cool. Questions. We might have covered a lot of these. Um, yeah, maybe some of them. So FBL Richie, yeah, many need to free out cash for, uh, from Kane. Where do you stand on this? And if Darwin wasn't fit, where would you go? So yeah, uh, I think we covered covered yeah. that. I don't know if you, I don't know if you had your say on that, Craig. But me and yeah. Darren were just just comfortable with if Darwin isn't fit, just get Jotter instead. Do you agree with that? Or, or if you've got Kane, don't sell him, was my other thing. <laughs> Horrible question. If you've got Kane and Mitrovic, I don't think you can sell Kane in that scenario. You probably can't sell either of them. I think you'd say Mitrovic to Tony makes so much sense next week. Um, And is it worth selling Kane to then try and find a way to... I think it kind of fits into what your plan is after this. If you're going to wildcard in 27, then fair enough, punt it. Kane to Yotta, Kane to, to Darwin. If you've got 28 in mind, then you could be selling Kane for another blanker in 28 should Liverpool not have a game. And then you're just reducing your transfers towards then. Um, I'm not a big fan of bringing in anyone at the moment who might not play 28, if I'm being honest. But say, if you've got a plan to free hit that week or you've got a plan to wildcard before then, it's very different. I wouldn't sell Kane with a home game, I don't think. Probably not even to facilitate Salah, I don't think I'd do it. Um, and Mitrovic, it makes sense to hold. Um, yeah, my answer is probably sell neither of those two this week. Okay. It's not okay. usually, I'm not normally the patient manager. I, I don't use a good way, <laughs> but feels like it makes sense here. Okay, fair enough. Um, and he says, secondly, are Alisson and Gomez viable picks or waste of transfers? So I, I think I am going to have Alisson because getting Salah is just a pain in the ass for me. Um, so, so I, I think Allison's decent, and I'm predicting two Liverpool clean sheets. Um, about would you Gomez, sell, would you sell Kepa for him though. Well, that that is what I'm doing. Yeah, um, I but I'm I'm I've kind of accepted that it's highly likely that I'm going to need to free hit in 28 anyway, and then I'll possibly wildcard in 29. So. Loads of people sold Kepa for Edison, not loads, but some people sold Kepa for Edison before the Man City double, thinking how can it not work out? And I don't think it has. This <laughs> feels like possibly another one of those situations if you go to Alisson. Uh, I'd rather get Alisson than Gomez. Don't get me wrong, if it was one of those two, I'd, I'd probably class that as a waste. Unless you've got, it depends on your two keepers are, but if you've got Kepa, I don't think I personally wouldn't sell for Alisson, I don't think. Yeah, well, just, I mean, I, th- I think Chelsea, I think Chelsea will concede at Tottenham. And as I said, I'm going to free hit in 28 and, Possibly wildcard in twenty nine, so it is only very short term. So, yeah, I, th- I think it works for me. I understand your reservations if if you if it's if you can um, easily do something better, but I'm not sure that I can. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, fair enough. I think I think with Gomez, I think um, again that Liverpool fixture load. I think Van Dyke's Van Dyke's poss- possibly the only defender that could play hundred and. 80. 20 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pat? Um, Pat, would you ever consider selling this season's Crown Jewels, Rashford or Trippier, just because they have a blank in 25? So you've already sold Trippier, um, Darren, right? Yeah. You sold him for James. Went well. Um, yeah, went well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a trip, Trippier didn't turn up with a bloody double-digit haul, did he? They got beaten... 2-0 so that's not the worst thing um, yeah I think uh, I, th- I think you're apart from the fact you did it earlier than you needed to um, I think <laughs> um, I, I, I kind of I kind of liked the move in terms of you were attacking points rather than getting hung up about value yeah. um, I'm, I'm not going to sell either of them because I can get 11 out um, I can get 11 out this week just benching them so I don't really need to but I mean, it's worth Trippier coming back. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be more likely, I'd be more inclined to, for trip. Like, if you're selling Trippier so that you can get Trent or something for the double, then I'm sort of more on board with that than Rashford, who you'll definitely, definitely want back like quickly. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll, both of them will be back on the wild card anyway. Uh, well, Rashford's still in my team. I'm not getting rid of him. Um, well, Pep's asked two questions. What's his next one? Uh, what's the minimum number of double game week players you'd be happy going into Ooh. 25 with I'll, I'll let one of you two take this one because I just rabbited on about his first question go on uh, Craig you're a free yeah. hit so that yeah so realistically I would have only had four and I didn't think that was enough or plus the single game week players I had I didn't particularly think were the better ones either I, I think if you've got five it's the, it's the right three Arsenal and the right two Liverpool I think you're probably can get away with it. I think you'd have most bases covered. If you if you go in with Trent, Salah and Triple Arsenal, horrendous. So I wouldn't be using taking hits and stuff really just for this whole premise of getting Tarkowski in with a double. And I'd say you can you can sort of please yourself by saying that so I'm getting two gains out of it, a double this week and the 28. But 28 Chelsea away, right? It's not a great game. I I, I don't think I'd be taking hits to get in Wolves and Everton players. No. Um, I imagine Pep, like most people, probably got three Arsenal already. If you're taking a minus four to get two Liverpool and you haven't got one already, I think that's kind of fair enough. Um, I think you can get away with that. But that's precise, that, That's for this question, this double game week. This question seems a bit more generic for a general double game week. But I think for this particular one, I think you can get away with five if it's three Arsenal and two Liverpool. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I'm going to have six. They're all from Arsenal and Liverpool. Um, I'm personally really not asked about having any Everton or Wolves. Um, so I won't be taking extra hits to get to get those guys in. Um, FPL Panda, Rob, says, um, can't get to Salah this week without a minus eight and losing some team value, but can use my two free transfers to bring in Robertson and Gakpo for Shah and Almiron. So... Okay. Similar position to me, really. Like he doesn't want to dick around too much trying to get Salah when he can do other more straightforward moves. Um, so Gakpo, uh, Robertson, and Gakpo for Shah and Almiron. Fancy Liverpool assets to do well in the double game week. Is capping Gakpo a madness? No. N- nice to get a question from the panda. Um, in all fairness, uh, I think Robertson and Gakpo for Shah and Almiron is a fantastic. Double uh, minus uh, minus eight. In all fairness, minus eight is probably going back to Pep's. Is minus no, he, he's not. He's, he's not taking a minus eight. Oh, this sorry, he's is, not taking a minus eight. Yeah, without a minus eight. Sorry. Um, 
yeah, I don't think there's a problem with that at all. And, and captaining Gakpo is is a is a nice idea as well. He's not going to be a highly owned captain, um, but definitely could to, to, could turn up and could be close to playing 180 as well. So for me, I think it's a it's a it's not a bad shout at all. Um, could, could be good returns. Playing for a double, isn't it? If you, you, you're arguably getting the inferior player at each position, the inferior wide forward and the inferior fullback. But I think we've seen in double game weeks before that most people assume one certain player is going to be the one that delivers and it's his sort of compatriot or whatever you want to call it, the, the other one. So over an extended run of games, you'd rather have Trent and Salah, right? But as a, single, as a one-off game week, these two can match Trent and Salah, Easy. can't they? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Gagpo's yep. been out doing Salah anyway, and and Robertson very very similar to Trent recently. So yeah, I I think that's I think that's perfectly. perfectly it does depend how long he's holding them for. If Rob's keeping these two to let's say game week thirty two or something, then maybe that's it might be worth taking the extra hit. If this is going to be a very, say he's wild carding in twenty seven and he's doing it, I think for two game weeks, yeah, I think it's arguably doable. But if this is going to be a, a longer hold than that. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, his other alternative is taking a minus eight for Salah. I, I, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd do the moves he's talking about. No, yeah, yeah. So would I. As I say, it's 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 not the same players, but it's similar thinking to me. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break my neck to get Salah when I've got more straightforward moves because, as you say, Craig, it is just it is just one double game week, yeah. um, and sort sort of anything can happen. Um, okay. David FPL Kills asks, favorite Phil Collins song from each of you, please. <laughs> when I was, um, I'll, I'll buy you some time here, guys. When I was I in know Mexico, my, I know mine as well. Oh, well, okay. So you don't need the time. Well, I'll, I'll tell this little <laughs> anecdote anyway. Please do. Um, when I was in Mexico, um, back end of last year, one of, one of the days it was really stormy. So the pool area was shut and they brought in all the sort of furniture and stuff from outside. So there was a little storm. And um, so it was everybody inside and they were they were trying to keep everyone happy sort of inside. And in one of the kind of lobby areas, they, they brought out this projector screen. We were like, oh, they're going to put they're going to put a film on or something. It's like, what's what's happening? And um, they, they put on a projector of a, a Phil Collins concert on the <laughs> on this projector screen. And we were like, well, that's a bit that's a bit random. Um, but anyway, it was. I sat and watched it all and I really enjoyed it actually yeah <laughs> most of Mexico is a much Phil Collins concert yeah. amazing on a projector in a, in, in, a, in a very nice bar um, which was all inclusive so you know a, a Phil Collins concert when there's cocktails on tap and yeah a rainy day outside yeah it was nice it was an une- unexpected way to spend uh, an hour and a half or whatever it was what song was um, it? I wish it would rain down. Was it that song that I was playing? Hey, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, favorite feel is it? Um, I'm I'm really bad with song titles. Like I know what songs are, but not good at. T- is it um, against all odds? The, yeah. The, to take a look at me now, one. Yeah, yeah. That one. That's against all odds. Um, I'm I'm quite a Phil Collins fan actually. Uh, do really like Phil Collins, and I'm gutted that he's obviously had to retire. Uh, so I've never got to see him live, unfortunately. But um, uh, mine and my wife's first dance when we got married in 2019 was Groovy Kind of Love. Um, oh, nice. So we got we had a band, uh, a local band play for us, and they actually learnt the song for us to play 
Um, so yeah, it was really, really cool. They learned the song and played it for us for our first dance. So Groovy Kind of Love is, is my favorite one um, because it's kind of got a meaning to it for me as well. Um, but yeah, nice and easy. Um, in the air tonight, it's my favorite. You can't beat that drum solo, can you? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, uh, made 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 more famous by the griller in the Cabri advert. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. I knew it before then. I over my head. Oh, everyone should have known it before then. <laughs> but hey, um, Spartans in the chat is saying it must be in the air tonight as well. Um, it's a good one. Last question from FPL Richie. Um, he's saying, yeah, yes. I, I was in charge of our fantasy fantasy scout team this week, and we won. We won five one. Uh, oh, thanks. Th- thanks to the squad. It's nothing really that I did. But um, so he's saying I've now got a 100 percent win record when managing son of a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, any insights into what our philosophies as a manager would be? So I think it's your philosophy as a manager. He's asking you. He's saying you. I think, I think, I, I think he's, he's just he's just thrown he's just crowbarred that reference in. But he's asking us what our philosophies would be as managers. Oof. I mean, for me, I'd want traditional bums off seats, take people on, tricky wingers, because that, that's my favourite kind of player. Flip the flare. Um, and my, all, all my favourite Reading players are, you know, the likes of Jimmy Kebe, Glenn Little, Bobby Convey. Um, I love a winger that will take people on, like a genuine winger that sort of partners up with their, with their fullback. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably be... I'd probably be more of a sort of mid to late nineties kind of manager, four four two, proper fullback and winger pairings. Um, the, the more the more skillful and brave the winger, the better. That kind of thing. Fair enough. Well, well I, I'm going back to the uh, we're going to have simple squad numbers. None of this twenty six, forty eight shit. We're one to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Subkeeper. Um, and I've always favoured the strong kind of forward forward so kind of like your drogba yan collar <laughs> shevchenko just strong guys up the top there who knew where the net was um so uh i'd be playing and also a lot of players the a lot of teams these days play with one up top and then the two wide men i, I kind of i'm very traditional in like two up top um big man little man type thing so i'm going back to that uh, I'd have 11 players that are two footed. One of my biggest hates in football. <laughs> I mean, that's difficult to find. I'm not going to in football. People have played, gone through academies for like 15 years before they make it into the first team. Then they train like five, six days a week and then apparently can't use their weaker foot. What the hell are you doing fair, in training for? In fair, fair point, that. <laughs> you know, very, very quickly on that point. I remember when I first joined a football team, I'm right footed, not very left footed. And obviously, I. I loved football, and I, but I was never very good at it. And I joined a team and we were doing a, a drill where we would pass it back. Then they would loop it over to you and you'd run down the wing and you'd get a cross in. And obviously down the right side, fucking brilliant. I was just delivering these crosses in. I was like, Trent, the other side, I was absolutely dog shit. And I got bollocked because at one point I went down a wing and before I crossed it in, stopped it with the right foot. Then <laughs> stopped it with the right foot, moved around the ball, and then crossed it back in with my right foot again. <laughs> he was like, "Well, that's not going to happen." Um, so yeah, I, I got told off by the manager for stopping it and then trying to kick it with my right foot again. It wasn't how it was meant to do it, apparently. But I was not left-footed. 
It is why Saka's become one of my favourite players this year. He's so too, he's obviously predominantly left footed, his favoured foot, but the amount of times he still goes on his right and puts a decent crossing or a decent shot in and something. I'm not saying he's identically good on both feet, but his right foot is still very good. Um, yeah, and yeah, and so any all of certainly my two wide players would be two footed in that way. I wouldn't want an Ian Robin playing for me or a Leroy Sane or something who's very one footed. But, yeah, but yeah, two footed wingers and two footed centre mids that obviously are really hard to dispossess, I think would be the would be the, the key thing. Wow. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even take Robin's left foot or Beckham's right foot because they can't use the other one properly. <laughs> yeah. No, I won't get into my team. I'd sell yeah. it. Rob, Rob, <laughs> don't fit, don't fit the tactic. Don't fit Rob, the tactic. Robin, Robin could cut in and score with that left foot every fucking time. No one could stop him, but not for Craig because he can't kick it with his right. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. Okay. Good stuff. Thanks for that, guys. Thanks for all your questions and for people that joined in the chat and watched along. Uh, good stuff. That's us for for another game week preview. And I guess I'd we'll move, be back. I'd move the slide onto the bit where it says follow, like, subscribe, but someone's not put it in. Oh, I've not put it in. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Follow, like, subscribe. It's free content, guys. Smash the like button, hit the subscribe button, all that good stuff. That's a very good point. Cheers, guys. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, see you later.